interesting because Luis his let's say his first semester grades were not you know stellar they were not A's or even B's or I'm not even going to go any further than that but he really lost his shit during the semester because he had to get this citizenship card called the TIE and um, he was supposed to get that like within 30 days of getting there. But of course he hadn't and blah, blah, blah. And he started stressing so much that he just shut down in terms of doing mm-hmm. any work. But anyway, luckily he's got these friends now that have been super helpful to, for him. So literally the day, and this TIE is the kind of thing where like if you have a student visa, it lets you back into the country if you leave Spain. You know, it says that you're whatever. I, I don't know all the wrinkles so anyway he got it the day before he left Mm. (laughs) and then when he went back to spain they never even freaking looked at it of course not yeah never even looked at it he's like do you want you want to see my card do you want to see my card yeah (laughs) everybody everything you know he had like this whole packet of (laughs) shit right ridiculous but anyway um the interesting thing though is when he got back he had been thinking about you know, why couldn't I be a Guatemalan citizen again? Because I guess if I had kept his passport current, um, he could have still been a dual citizen. And um, I didn't, I didn't know. So he had looked it up and it looked like he had to live there for six months. And the reason he wanted to get that was because it makes it much easier than to be a Spanish citizen because, you know, Guatemala and Spain have that little colonialist relationship. (laughs) And, um, so anyway, this a friend who helped him with his TIE said, get your passport, your old passport, and your original birth certificate and bring them back with you. He did. The day after he got back, they went to the Guatemalan embassy, and lo and behold, in March, he's getting a new passport and a new birth certificate, and he's going to be a dual citizen. Wow. I know. That's all it took. Who'd have thought? Well, this friend of his has, like, three different passports, you know, because he's got a mother oh, who's oh. from, like, Ecuador or something, you know, and... So I guess he knows his way around stuff. Because he's, um, he's a spy. <laughs> maybe. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so that's cool. I, I watched a documentary once about a woman who took her, was it, I think, I can't remember if it was a son or a daughter that she adopted from Guatemala, took her child back to meet the family and, and suspected very, very strongly that the father, the birth father, had like um, killed one of his other children. Yes. It was, yeah, it was horrific. So... Anyway. Do you like true crime? Sometimes. I used to like it a lot more. <laughs> I just, I know that that's the biggest, I think it's the biggest category in podcasts. Oh, and, I'm sure. Oh, for sure. And maybe on, on Netflix too. And... I just watched two episodes last night of of this show called Web of Death. <laughs> and Here <it's>... we go! <laughs> <laughs> it was very interesting. It was about... Um, People who really get into cases and try to research them online, and in Mm -hmm. the two that I watched, they actually, like in one, they found out who the guy's murderer was, helped the cops to do Mm -hmm. that, and the second Mm -hmm. one, they um, closed a cold case from 50 years ago. Yeah, I've been reading about that. Yeah, it's lot, very all these interesting. Sort of, these sort of amateur sleuths that's that spend a lot of time digging deep in the internet and yeah, finding didn't stuff. really get into it. Well, the one in the first episode, the one investigator, the cop, said that these people had found this stuff that he would need a subpoena to get. 
Hmm. which I thought was really interesting, you know? Huh. I mean, maybe, you know, hmm. to make it legal, you have to, but I, you know. That's funny. That, yeah, it's funny. I don't pay any attention to that. It depends on the, it depends on the kind of, I mean, if you like read stuff like that too much or watch it too much, it becomes very like. Depressing? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Disturbing. Does it make you paranoid? Yeah. It makes you suspicious of everyone, I think. Yeah. You know, when they re- when they when they did the Netflix story on Jeffrey Dahmer, that whole story just freaked me out so much that I just didn't want to watch yeah, it. That's how I feel. I don't need And then to watch the Golden Gloves and like, oh for Jeffrey Dahmer, this is the best actor. I'm like, oh, that was such a horrible thing. Yeah. And everyone's like, Yay! Yay, Jeffrey. <laughs> oh God. I just so yeah. disturbing. Yeah. Yeah. And I just I just don't want to see that side of humanity all the time. You know? Yeah. I, I'm this. I'm like you. I'm not. My my head's not in the sand, but it's right. that that stuff. I don't need that. I don't need well, it. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it. You know, what do they say? Like with child, uh, if a child gets kidnapped or something like that, it is ninety nine percent likely that it's um, a non custodial parent or something like that. But yet, people mm-hmm. think kids are getting taken off the street like all mm-hmm. the time. Right. And right. It, it does right. make you feel that way. No doubt about it. Did you finish RRR, Bailey? No, I did not. I haven't gone. It's a, it's long. It's almost three hours. That's a that's a big commitment yeah. for me at night. Yeah, so. it's long. Yeah. There, were, there was a rumor it was going to be nominated for Best Picture, not not as Best Foreign Picture. Wow. They were going to. That somehow, would be great. I don't. I doubt if it will. But. Well, Parasite was Parasite right. was nominated, yeah. so why not this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think it should be. I, I think. Well, you know, is the Oscars just supposed to be like? U.S. or something like that. I mean, if they have any claim to be, you know, any kind of internet international, right? right yeah, right. you know, like they they should do that. Well, I mean, and and you think of like the Chinese ones, all those um, Chinese ghost story and things like that. There's like all of those movies where you've got these supernatural elements mm-hmm. in them, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I think it's really fun to just watch stuff that throw everything in but the kitchen sink you know yeah yeah, yeah. i love That's a it perfect example yeah. all right i'll gotta watch it like the kung fu movies right i watched a really good one the other night with michelle yo uh reign of assassins and i don't know it didn't have music in it but you know it's got the love story it's got the kung fu it's got the some of the supernatural elements and it's just fun and I think I, I like I would like to watch a movie like that much more than I would like to watch a standard U.S. drama. Yeah, yeah, because it breaks through those expectations. Mm-hmm. Well, they don't they don't feel hokey either, because you know sometimes those movies can feel like they're you know too overdone and right. just like yeah. But I think they're those are very well done. So you really and they're believable, even though they're supernatural and everything else. I wonder if, you know, you know, the idea that like the, a lot of the superhero ones now are so much better because they have good mm-hmm. actors in them, whereas it used to be all like kind of B actors. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's the same thing with like some of the Kung Fu stuff right. and some of the Indian stuff. Maybe, you know, the actors are all really good and it makes it kind of mm-hmm. elevates mm-hmm. it, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know Indian actors well right. enough to know that, right. but. We saw Wakanda, Wakanda Forever recently. Rachel and I went to the theater to see that. I heard it was disappointing. What did you think? Yeah, I mean, well, the first one is just so stinking good. I know. So, um, and it was a little long, and they tried to kind of shoehorn in a couple of the characters from the first movie that didn't really kind of pan out in the mm-hmm. plot. But, I mean, the uh, the cultural stuff was amazing. 
Mm-hmm. They did a really good job of weaving in, you know, real Incan culture and so it was a mix of cultures. It was Wakanda and then the other the the bad the bad folks who were an underwater. Incan was in there. It was um yeah it was like Mexican Incan oh yeah so oh, I was, should check that out yeah it was really it was it was beautiful I mean it's absolutely beautiful to look at yeah so. Well, you know, that's part of the reason I liked Reservation Dogs so much is it's like, even though it takes place now and there's nothing really supernatural about it or anything, I mean, um, it really digs into the culture of living on a reservation, you know, it was so good. And there's this author that I really like who writes about Native stuff and, you know, I I keep wondering why her stuff has not been made into a movie or series because it it is perfect for it. It would be so good. Mm Mm-hmm. What's her name? Louise Erdrich. Erdrich? Yeah. She's very, very oh. good. I feel like she won a Pulitzer or something. I can't remember. But mm-hmm. she's her work is amazing. And she's you know, she's got this series of books and I think not every book is necessarily on this group of people, but you know, there's a at least like seven or eight of them that have like the same families in them. And it's so in some ways it's so much fun to kind of maybe go back in time and say, Oh my God, that's so-and-so's mother, you know? And mm-hmm. it's, I don't know. Her stuff is so awesome. How do you spell her last name? E R D R I C H. All right. Done. Wally, what have you read lately? Anything? Hmm. You know what? I think he's frozen. He is. Look at him. I thought he was just bored. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Walt. Well, maybe. Wake um, up. I don't know if he's seeing that or not. Honestly, I thought he was just totally bored. <laughs> Did you just text him? Well, I chatted him. I don't know if he'd get it. He's right. Got he's a, on airplane mode. Yes. Well, this was, ch- I chatted him in the, um, Oh, in the, uh, yeah. see, I don't know how to do that. But he's got to realize at some point that he needs to come back. Should I hop out of airplane mode and text him? I'll do that. I mean, he's got to know something's funky at this point. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a dream last night that I don't know what was going on. I went to this this restaurant, this very bustling restaurant, and everyone from Buck and Pauline was in there. Oh, my. And I was like, I was like, wow, why didn't they invite me to this party? <laughs> and then... And then Katie told me it's because everyone hated me and told me like, yeah, because you haven't treated someone very well and blah, 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 blah. I don't remember who it was that, because I don't think she said who it was. And I was trying to guess, who have I mistreated? And like all these people were like, yeah, we hate you. (laughs) Because you don't like mayonnaise. (laughs) Maybe. Oh, here he comes. Okay. This is weird. We're going to get side by, do you have him side by side? I still have him frozen. Yeah, maybe he's... um, Doing it on his phone. Well, he couldn't do it on his phone. Well, help. Oh, that's weird because your frozen one oh, is still up there. Wait, look, wait. I, I got to take a picture. really weird. <laughs> yeah, I should take a picture of this too. Oh, send it, Bailey. You know what? This should be the promotion for this episode. I'm back. Oh, yeah, good job. Yeah, that's weird. Every All the screens froze and Bailey was talking about culture of Wakanda and then she said the same thing over again and then the same thing over again how weird there was about a a 10 or 15 second thing and it took me a while to think well I thought Bailey just said that and then it went again and again it was a loop on the audio but the video was frozen I have never heard of that happening Mm -hmm. 
Well, I just thought you were really bored by what we were talking about because you were just sitting there like... No, Wakanda. I'm totally into Wakanda. Oh, my I thought God. it was some super, supernatural thing going on. Is Wakanda the same as the, oh, the, women, the woman king? No. That's different. Mm-hmm. Different series. So Wakanda is actually is the Black Panther. Oh, okay. In Marvel. In Marvel, right. I saw the first one. Right. I, I didn't even know there was a second so one. So it's, yeah, it's all, the, all the warriors are women on Wakanda. Right. okay. The good ones, anyway. So I have not seen the other one yet. Is that good? Have you seen that? No, I didn't see that one either. I heard it was supposed to be really good. And the woman who was the um, other 007 in The Last Bond is like, uh-huh. I think she's the lead, maybe. Okay. Or or maybe or she's one of the mm-hmm. key leads in that. And I really liked her in Bond, too. So. Yeah, she's good. Yeah. I would love to see a woman get Bond. It's time. I know it's sacrilegious, mm-hmm. but it would be so cool. I think at this point, just do it. Why not? What? Oh, because all the fanboys would would pee their pants. Yeah, I guess. Um. But- well, yeah. you know, I just saw the second Knives Out movie. Yeah, what'd you think? I thought it was good. I, I, In some ways, I liked the first one better. In some ways, I liked this one better. I don't know. I mean, I feel like across the board, the first one had better actors. But there were good, one, but there were good ones in this one, too. I don't know. I guess Dave Bautista in particular and Kate Hudson. I don't think of them as great actors. Right. You know? I mean, versus the first one where, you know, you've got like... Chris Evans and Don Johnson and Michael Shannon and um, Tony Collette and mm-hmm. Christopher Plummer and you know like but I don't know for some reason that cast hung together a little bit better for me but I liked I liked the second one too and I was really happy that you know Daniel Craig's character was mm-hmm. front and center because he was a little bit in the background in the first one right. and I love his character mm-hmm. and I loved that Hugh Grant is his boyfriend I know how fun was that <laughs> How fun was that? But um, now, what was my point? Oh, I thought Janelle Monet was really good, and I could totally see her as Bond because she is so mm. ultra stylish. She is, and she could really like have that kind of presence. I think she would be really good at that. Yeah. So, so you go female with Bond, and then you go a different race. Mm, tricky. <laughs> Why not both? Yeah. She's a really good actress. For a, a long time, they were talking about Idris. Is it Idris? I don't know. Idris, Idris Elba. Yeah. I would have died to see that because yeah. I love yeah. him. But yeah, now no I kidding. Guess he's too old. Yeah. 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 Roger Moore was so long in the tooth, <laughs> I feel like, when he was 007. Yeah, he, he was like 85 when in the last oh, one came yeah, out. Yeah, <laughs> he was. I, I, never, I was. I never liked him. I didn't really either. <laughs> yeah. Why not just change it up at this point? What are they going to do? Oh, another another actor the same. Oh, agreed. We were going to talk about the last time research that said uh, we started on it, but we didn't follow up. Men tend to think they know 40% more than they do, <laughs> or they're 40% better at something than they are, and women almost exactly the opposite. Oh, right. We were going to do a little research on that first, though, weren't we? So what does evolution say about that, Walt? You need that confidence to keep the tribe alive. Keeping the society together. The women are back at the cave nurturing their children, and they don't need that. Mm. They can be more honest. Women think they're they're 40% worse at things, and men think they're f- than they actually are. So you think it's that they're, it's not that they're denigrating themselves, but they're more, they're just more honest. Yeah, yeah. That's what I would think. But but this said, you know, they think they're 40% worse. So they are, huh. maybe that's a recent cultural. 
I did research and then I just have a link here on the page. So what good is that? Let's see. So men think they're brighter than they are and yeah. women underestimate their IQ. Okay. Yeah. When asked to estimate their own intelligence, most people will say they are above average, even though this is a statistic improbability. <laughs> this is a normal, healthy cognitive bias and extends to any social desirable traits, such as honesty, driving ability, and so on. It's a, an effect called the above average effect. Huh. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Well, what do you, what do you think? Do you think, I mean, I don't think I do that. I don't think I overestimate. I guess I don't really think about my intelligence very much. I mean... But not intelligence, but specifically a skill. Do you always, do you think you're not as good as you are? My skills, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I often think like, oh, I don't do this as well as that person and I don't do that as well as that person. Yeah. I don't, I don't necessarily compare, I don't compare myself. I don't say, oh, gee, you know... Grace does that better than me. I feel more like I don't do it as well as I think I should do it or I can do. So it's, for me, it's more internal. I mean, the the whole average, the notion of being average, I always say that to people, though. Why do they call the average person the average person? Because they're average. It's un-American. Mm -hmm. American exceptionalism. You know? Yeah, you yeah, you know, it does. But what's wrong with average? It has a negative connotation now. No, oh, yeah, she's a she's average. But how could right. it, it's not possible for everyone to be smart and everyone above average? You know, it's just they the average is based on fact. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know what I'm saying right now. This isn't really necessarily the same thing, but when when the women I play tennis with, we're always talking about how if you're you've got people on different courts and the women are always saying they're sorry, you know, Oh, I, that was a bad shot. I'm sorry. But the men never say, I'm sorry. You know, we put it right out in the beginning. No sorries. Right. But it's just, it's a, it's a female thing. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's another weird phenomenon. Yeah, for sure. And it's for hard sure. for people to break. Well, I think if your self esteem is not there, it's harder to hear. The I agree. Truth. We yeah. have a, we have a woman working for us now, and she's she's um, going to be moving on. She's retiring, but for so long she's been kind of in this weird holding pattern where she'll come to work. She works four days a week. She'll come to work for two, and she'll text and say, "Oh, I'm you know I'm not feeling great or whatever." She doesn't come in, and then she puts her hours in for all eight hours a day, four hours a day. Eight hours a day, four days a week, and we're like, really? But she's got she's got a very low self esteem, and I think she doesn't like you were just saying. She doesn't want to be truthful about it because it, she feels badly about herself. Or I don't know if that makes any sense. But I'm not as good as you are, Grace, at explaining things. But um, you're sorry about the way you explained that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. See, case in point. <laughs>